What's up, guys? Dave Van Auken here, the Dave Van Auken Show. Yes, that red light is on. So let's go podcast 190, May 2nd. Pretty soon, let the May uh, 4th be with you and also with you. Thanks, thanks, thanks. All right, guys, crazy week ahead of us. UFC 288, we got a pay-per-view week. We have a huge title fight. Uh, implications of greatest of all time in the bantamweight division. Uh, so Hudo, Mount Rushmore, a lot of things. Legacy, for sure, on the line. Some eight events usually holds more, um, you know, just more ramifications than others. This is one of them. This is a high-end top five main event. Sterling Cejudo. Didn't think you would hear that a couple years ago. So there we go. We'll get into that. Guys, we have to talk about what we just saw this past weekend. Bare Knuckle FC 41. Mike Perry defeating Luke Rockhold. But not even that. Just the... The buzz of the event. Conor McGregor, the notorious one, being there live. Uh, Face-off with Mike Perry. Eddie Alvarez winning in his debut. Chad Mendes retiring. Ben Rothrow winning the challenge. And Alan Belcher. And so much more. So we'll get into all of that at Bare FC 41. And uh, yeah, that'd be it. We'll do a little cleanup real quick at the end. Uh, talking about Peak Fighting Championship 28. Also, Game Bread Fighting Championship. The Game Bread Bare Knuckle MMA this Friday night. Cinco de Mayo. We'll be live in the building and down there in South Florida. Whoa, I'm actually getting calls on it. Actually, let me get this real quick, all right? We'll be right back, guys. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I didn't get that phone. I'm not going to lie. Usually, I put that thing on silent, but we got a couple things we're doing behind the scenes, like always. So, it's awesome. Fight Bananas is running. Uh, you shout-outs, guys. Go, sh- for sure, BetUS.com. Go to BetUS.com. Put in the promo code BANANAS23. That's been going awesome. Also, our guys at Guerrilla Warfare Apparel. Go uh, get their stuff, man. They got some great merch. Also, for the for the ladies out there and for, you know, our significant others and Mother's Day coming up and all that, guys, they got some really dang, they got some nice uh, tanks over there at Guerrilla Warfare Apparel. So check them out. And last but not least, our guy at the MMA Shark. Shout out to Paul. If you guys need a handicapper, professional handicapper, go check out the MMAshark.com. Uh, it's absolutely free right now. So let's take advantage of it. That's the best word in the English dictionary. It's free. Go get it. Um, all right. Let's talk about UFC 288. Let's really stick at the main event. We'll really break it down. We got Ben and Bananas tomorrow night and uh, the Ben and preview about the whole card. And I love the Drew Dober and Steamroller fight for sure. Give me Burns and give me Bilal. Great fight. So I'm into the card. But I really want to get locked into this main event. Um, not kind of breaking down details, just what it means. A win or a loss for both men. So let's stick. Let's start with the champion. Um, Aljamain Sterling, the recurring uh, UFC bantamweight champion. Defeated Peter Yan twice, rolls into the TJ Dillashaw fight, big fight in Abu Dhabi, won that fight. But still, there seems like there's always uh, something attached or lingering with Aljamain Sterling. It feels like he's one of the most disrespected, uh, unified, undisputed champions, not even just in the UFC today, maybe of all time. I don't know why. I just feel that from afar and through through media socials. Um, that he gets, he's, he's un, underrated. Um, people don't show him the love of what he is. And he is bantamweight division. You can argue right now is the best division going stacked from top from bottom guys like Sanhagen and Barra and Marab and Jan now Cejudo and O'Malley and Aljo's the champ. He's been the champ. He's on a huge winning streak and a win to me. We threw this out there in Fight Bananas Land last week, and we got a ton of feedback, 90% negative, 10% positive. I really do believe this. 
And I know Dominic Cruz is an all-timer. We know what TJ did for the division. There's multiple guys, and Jan is a champ, and what's Cejudo and all that. If Aljo defeats Henry Cejudo, and impressively, if this is the cherry on top, I, I understand the 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 Jan fight, and then Dilly got hurt, but that's hey, that's not Aljo's fault, guys. Aljo was doing work to Dillashaw. But if Aljamain Sterling defeats Henry Cejudo clean, I, I, he has merit on being the greatest UFC bantamweight fighter of all time. He does. Just look at the win streak. I know Sanhagen wasn't for the championship, but that fight is for a championship type of fight. These are top three, five guys. He subbed them within a minute. Aljo doesn't get the title shot if he doesn't beat Sanhagen. Like everyone says, that, oh, it wasn't for the title. You have to win fights on your way to the championship. O'Malley's going to fight for the title next. He had to defeat Peter Yan to get that shot. That fight against Peter Yan's one of Sugar Sean O'Malley's biggest wins in UFC history. So I think people are taking away too much from Sterling. If Sterling wins, and on his legacy, there's Yan twice, Cejudo, Dillashaw, Sanhagen, and so many other, um, you know, top 10, top 12 guys. There's just this, he did it so well, he pronouns. Aljamain Sterling did so well of really fighting kind of two different generations, if that makes sense. He's, he's defeated the Sanhagen and Jan of now. It looks like O'Malley would be next. And then he defeated Dillashaw and Cejudo of past. And when you merge that all together, when we look back 10 years and if he defeats uh, Cejudo and if he defeats O'Malley and he will be a better favorite against O'Malley, we'll just look and be like, geez, that guy has beaten every great bantamweight fighters ever lived except for a dominant Cruz type. And I don't think that fight will probably ever happen just where they are in their careers. So huge win for Sterling, just a, an all-time win. These are one of these once every six, eight months that means uh, so much to one person's professional career and legacy. And this is it. All right, let's go on the opposite side. If Sterling loses, big loss. Um, because let's just be honest, what would be next? If Aljamain Sterling loses to Suhudo and Suhudo um, piles uh, that win into the O'Malley fight, I just don't know what's next. Like, he can't fight Jan. To me, him versus uh, Corey doesn't make sense again as an immediate rematch. Maybe. He, he They said he's not going to fight Marab. You ready for this one? I, I think kind of the, the question mark or where I'm leading to this. If Aljo loses, this might be his last fight as a bantamweight fighter ever. I think Sterling moves up to featherweight. I think Sterling, he, you know, would take the six months off. And to me, Volk. And uh, Yair's in July, probably one of them would want to get back in there at November, December, six months from now. We're looking at, uh, you know, October, November, December for Sterling. I think Sterling just goes right into a Volkanovski, a Yair. How about, you ready for this one? How cool would this fight be? Aljamain Sterling versus Brian Ortega. I like that. So I think my call is if Sterling loses, this is his last fight as a bantamweight fighter. All right, so let's go into Cejudo. A lot of Aljo talk there, and he deserves it. But uh, let's talk about Cejudo for a second. Um, being away from three years, to me, this has a lot of what we just saw recently with John Bones Jones. And then what we saw maybe, what, eight, ten years ago, what we saw with uh, Rush George St. Pierre. Both champions, both GOAT-type fighters, legacies kind of set. 
walks away from the industry. Um, he's still coaching, but walks away from fighting. Let me say that. Walks away from fighting. Henry's never walked away from the uh, industry. Walks away from fighting and then just kind of pinpoints his spot and moves up in weight. This is the featherweight division. I mean, the bantamweight division. And if he beats uh, Aljo Sterling, it's one of those. It's <coughs> Cejudo gets all that limelight. Cejudo, to me, and I know so many people have on high regards of Demetrius Johnson and, and reserve and, you know, definitely deservingly. So if Cejudo beats Aljo, he becomes the greatest uh, lower weight fighter in the history of the sport. I think there's just, he's defeated Demetrius Johnson. He's defeated Bellator Sergio Pettis. Um, he's defeated uh, Dillashaw. He's defeated Dominic Cruz. And now, again, with the whole kind of like this, both generations, he will defeat the best bantamweight fighter alive right now in 2023 in Aljamain Sterling. Of course, the icing on the cake for him, too, I think, is that Mo O'Malley win. Both fighters, <coughs> Cejudo and Aljo, would be better favorites against Sugar Sean O'Malley. I do think it's a bad matchup for Sugar against both guys. But if Cejudo, in a calendar year, you know, May beats Sterling. In October or November, beat Sugar Sean O'Malley. Like, guys, what, what else does he have to do? He's defeated Demetrius, uh, you know, Pettis. He's defeated Dillashaw, Cruz, Marlon Marais, uh, Aljo, Sugar. Like, uh, guys, he's an all-timer. He's an all-timer already. But Cejudo has right to the greatest low-weight fighter in the history of the sport. And then he gets in that argument. There's a huge debate argument with Pierre, Silva, Bones, and, uh, you know, whatever fighter you want to put in there. But he, he gets into that echelon of top-end guy. So there we go. There's the legacy talk. And uh, let's go negative real quick on the on Cejudo side. If he loses, you know, it is what it is, guys. Maybe he's, maybe if he loses, I would say he's probably a tad past his prime. Three years hurt him. And we're just, it's, it's in a new era of fighter. And he probably goes back to coaching, analyst, um, always stays around the business, but probably, honestly, probably slips out of the fighting ranks. And I don't think he gets that comeback fight again. Um, you know, I can see him doing multiple other things, big wrestling matches, uh, boxing fights. The boxing landscape is blowing up. Bare knuckle, we'll about to transition to that. I would think Cejudo will do something else. I think that would be his uh, last UFC fight in a defeat. So there we go. Uh, one way or another, I have it. Maybe this is too hyperbolic. I have Cejudo or Aljamain Sterling, the loser, never fights in the UFC bantamweight division again. There you go. High stakes, high rewards, UFC 288. That's the poster. Sell it, UFC. All right, um, let's transition into Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Uh, Bare Knuckle FC 41 this past weekend in Denver, Colorado. Uh, huge fight card. Ben Rothwell won. He's uh, attacking Alan Belcher for that championship, heavyweight championship fight. The misfit, Christine Fierra, wins. She keeps on winning. She is the greatest female bare knuckle fighter to ever live. She's uh, on another level right now. I think the two main, uh, the co-main and the main, Eddie Alvarez in a, in a war against Chad Mendez, probably the best fight of the night, really, really entertaining fight. Uh, the underground king, Eddie Alvarez, defeats Chad Mendez in a razor-sharp close fight. 
Uh, Chad Mendes uh, says he's done. He retires in the combat sports world. So shout out. Uh, what a career for Chad Mendes. Dude, what a stud. Great guy. Um, you know, he's done a lot for the sport. But it looks like Eddie Alvarez is staying around and what's next. We put it out there on uh, Fight Bananas, our matchmaking Monday. To me, all the sense in the world. Huge main event, probably even South Florida. Eddie Alvarez versus Luis Palomino. To me, Luis Palomino is the best bare knuckle fighter on this planet. He's not the face of it. We'll get into that in a second. But Palomino, I believe he's 6-0, and 7-0. and He's fought them all, multiple different weight classes. Palomino is the best uh, bare knuckle fighter alive today. So let's get into the main event and all the hits raw uh, after it, of course. Luke Rockholt and Mike Perry, the face of bare knuckle, the face of bare knuckle FC. Mike Perry defeats Rockholt. I think it was midway through second round. A nice, nasty jab to the face really busted up Luke's uh, teeth in his uh, lip. Kind of, everyone said he called a quit. He didn't call a quit. He was hurt and didn't want to go anymore. Like, I know that is the definition of quit. Luke Rockhold did not quit. It was an injury and, you know, he felt like uh, it could get really, really bad. So Mike Perry wins via second round TKO. Um, so just all congratulations to uh, Platinum Mike Perry. And then everything that came afterwards. So Conor McGregor arrives in Denver, probably with two, three, four fights left. Really um, going off on Eddie and Chad, just kind of calling their fight, calling uppercuts. Uh, really funny stuff if you haven't seen it. But him to go into the bare knuckle FC ring for Connor the notorious McGregor to go in holding the bare knuckle FC title and doing a face off with bare knuckles face Mike Perry, just absolutely the correct word term is bananas. Just what world are we living in? That is not on our bingo card in 2023. Perry McGregor face off bare knuckle FC ring. Didn't think it was happening. So a lot of buzz and a lot of uh, momentum and steam has came off that card. It is now in bare knuckles um, grasp their ring. It's in their, um, in their tentacles for them to really, really push. Like this is it. You, you get a couple of opportunities in life. It's almost like a team. That's one player away. It's on them to get that free agent, that older veteran guy, get them on your roster and win a championship. It would be cruel. It would be um, juvenile, a bare knuckle, not to put all their chips into the middle of this pot and go for it. They need a, uh, sometime during the summer, they need a mega event. UFC has International Fight Week. WWE has SummerSlam. (coughs) Um, We got PFL's got some major events coming in Atlanta next month. Bare knuckle needs to go all in. They need to, they, they they need to do something big. Their upcoming roster, their upcoming lineups aren't that great. Um, so I, I'm really intrigued to see what they're gonna do in the next three months. So there we go. Uh Conor McGregor and Mike Perry facing off. Absolutely love it. Crazy. But guys, Friday night, let's get into that. I'm talking about bare knuckle, bare knuckle MMA, Jorge Mazvidal's bare knuckle MMA. Friday night, the FLA Arena, Sunrise, Florida. Be there, be square. Fight Finance will be deep in the building. Cannot wait. We got Big Country Roy Nelson versus the Knockout King, Dylan Kleckler, in the main event. Stack card. Uh, I love the lineup. There's a couple barn burners at the beginning of the night, so don't get there late. Don't get there faster than late. I know what we are in the combat sports world. We want to look good. We want to come around midway. Do not miss the first three fights of the night. 
I saw the lineup. There are fights of the night, fight of the year candidates really early on this card. Do not miss any any uh, time on game uh, bread, bare knuckle MMA. So that's that. And then lastly, Saturday night, uh, regional MMA peak fighting championship 28. Huge shout out to them. They're going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Stacked card. You can subscribe with peak uh, subscription pass. They have a really good thing going on. They're going to have their own app, a way that you can um, you know, subscribe monthly and get all their past content. And of course, their content happening now. Peak Championship 28, a heavyweight main event for the championship. And the co-main event, dear friend of the show, Lydia Warren versus Mega uh, Pennon. Uh, love it. Love that fight. Really great fight. Two great prospects, two fighters putting it all on the line. That's the co-main event of Peak Fighting Championship 28. All right, guys, we're rolling. Podcast 190 of the Dave Van Auken Show. Ben and Bananas Wednesday night. Peel back with Manny Levine Wednesday night. We'll be in South Florida all week for Game Bread uh, Bare Knuckle MMA. So a lot coming to you. I think we got a Mike Cuddles. We have a special Mike, Com- uh, Mike Cuddles happening tomorrow. So a lot of content happening, guys. Enjoy the week. UFC 288 Saturday night. Al Jermaine Sterling, Henry Cejudo, Legacy. Who will become one of the greatest low-weight fighters in the history of the UFC? Stay tuned.